0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap. Welcome to Fightful. It is October 18th, 2023. This is usually where you'd see the hump or formerly the list and your boy. Uh, But Jimmy Van is out today. So I'm answering your super chats. I'm answering your humper chats. And then half past the hour, we are going to be joined by Matt Cardona. He's going to be talking about major pod merch, uh, major bendies, big rubber guys, wrestling in general, all that good stuff. So if you have questions or statements that you uh, would like to get read, like to get addressed by him, go ahead and send in those super chats. Send in those Humper chats over at Humperchats.com. Please leave us a thumbs up on this video. Uh, That helps so much. On Monday, we had an interview with CJ Perry drop. Uh, On Tuesday, we had a Billy Corgan interview drop. This morning on Overbooked, Tasha Steele spoke with Fightful. And then we got Matt Cardona here. So if you're ever like, man, you know that Fightful Select website that they shill an awful lot? Where do they get their news? We're talking to people all the time, nonstop, hundreds of stories every single month over there. Just $5 a month at FightfulSelect.com gets you news. We had details on a name that was backstage at Collision that hasn't been around in quite a while. Uh, Tasha Steele's news, pay-per-view news for AEW. Uh, We're going to have news on the WDB creative process. We had even more of that last night, how things have changed since Vince McMahon sort of fell out of power creatively again. So an awful lot to get into. Before we get into a bunch of it, let's hear from our sponsor, Magic Spoon. I've long told you guys how much I love magicspoon.com slash fightful. And now Magic Spoon has reinvented your favorite childhood cereals, And your favorite childhood treats. The cereal is great, contains 0 grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs per serving, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, 140 calories per serving in all your favorite flavors. But now they also have these great on-the-go snacks, these brand-new treats. You can have totally delicious high-protein cereal bars for breakfast, dessert, and any time in between. They're just like the marshmallow treat you had as a kid, but with only 1 gram of sugar and 1 to 2 grams of net carbs and they're packed with 11 grams of protein per bar. They also have a wonderful chocolatey peanut butter flavor as well. Head over to magicspoon.com Fightful, grab a custom bundle of cereal, and try it yourself. Don't forget to try those brand-new marshmallow and chocolatey peanut butter treats. Use our promo code Fightful at checkout to save $5 off your order, and if that's not enough, they are backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. You have nothing to lose by trying these delicious new treats and all the classic cereal that you love. MagicSpoon.com slash Fightful and use the code FIGHTFUL to save $5. Guys, right, check it out. Also, Fightful Select, after this, I'm going to be giving you a background tour of my studio as there is no list goes on, but subscribe at select.com. Let's go ahead and get to these questions and statements. Tony says, do you think the Bozo fan at grand slam was a driving factor in MJF wanting to do an anti-Semitism story, or do you believe it was something he always wanted to tackle with wrestling as his medium? We know that picture made him highly pissed. The one that you're talking about is, uh, some fan who brought an anti-Semitic sign in reference to the quarters thing. I would say yes, but I'll find out the answer to that. It's hard for me to believe uh, that, that it's, it's not somehow tied to that. Seeing Max and Romans runs near their end has me thinking of all the possible new world champions in the future. Just say high or low of the chance. You think of the following wrestlers becoming world champ of the next 18 months, Joe, I would say, hi especially if uh, MJF's run is coming to an end. Cole, I would say high as well. Ruby, I would say lower. I think TBS champion is a real possibility, but I think they have the world title plans. Unless something happens and she catches fire, which is always possible. Tony also says, Bailey, Tiffany, Knight, Athena, Jay, Ricky, Bay, Shaw. Oh, okay, these are the ones that you want me to or low. Uh, Bailey, always high for her. Tiffany, high. LA Knight, Low because Roman has the title. Athena, high because, man, she's killing it in ROH. Jay, high now that he's on Raw. Ricky Starks, high. Chris Bay should be high, but I don't know if Impact will do it, but he's amazing. Shaw, if you mean Giselle Shaw, high. Shayna, I would say low because I think they're going towards Rhea versus Becky for Mania. And Danielson, I'd say high as like a farewell to full-time thing are there any surprise highs you feel no one is talking about or some lows for for reasons uh of people having next in the near future yeah i think joe would actually surprise people even though he is even though he's booked to win the war or not booked to win he's booked to compete for the world title and and in that that scene an awful lot i think that he's one that would surprise a lot of people and Surprise Lowe's, I mean, I don't want to say Chris Bay, because I think Chris Bay is capable of holding any world championship on the planet, it's just me sitting there saying, I wonder if Impact will pull the trigger on him, like they should pull the trigger on him, because he's great, Uh, he's also killing it with Ace Austin. Let's get to some of these super chats as well. Chaos says, longtime subscriber, can you give us our our debut podcast and on YouTube a shout out? Usually we ask for an ad read for this, but you know what? We love you. Tomorrow seven thirty Eastern, Flying Elbow Wrestling Fan Podcast. Thank you so much. Stay humping. I uh, check it out, guys. You might like it. You might you might might give something else a shot. SAS says. With the way that WWE has been booking the women's division lately, do you think that this could entice Mercedes to return to WWE, especially now that Triple H is in charge of creative? Well, based on what she had said, she always looked at Vince fondly. Uh, And, you know, the thing about her and WWE is if, if you don't know the full story, which I don't know the full story, I don't know her full story, I don't even know if Trinity has told the full story. Obviously, WWE painted that in a in a really a really mm, unfavorable light for them, right? So, I if I were them, I would look at that and be like, "Okay. I see. I see what you're doing here." I think that those fences being mended are important because You don't want to be on bad terms with anybody. I know WDB thought that they could get back Naomi earlier this year, Trinity. Uh, But I haven't heard really anything about Mercedes Sasha coming back. In fact, she's uh, planning on working with AEW. Do you think Collision is hurting AEW's attendance and overexposing the product? Seems like attendance has gotten much worse since Collision debuted. A little bit, but I don't think it's a bad thing to have a Saturday night show either it's okay to have that I think they should space it out a little bit more I do think they should run more intimate settings and buildings but they already have a bunch booked out and I definitely think they should do really really cheap tickets and I mean from the get-go I think they should put asses in seats get a rabid crowd Get people. I mean, even people that can't usually afford to go to wrestling shows. Make it a make it the show where people can go. People can take their family. People can spend less than a hundred dollars and get a family of three or four in there without, you know, without breaking the bank. Because that stuff is important, especially with inflation and everything. Chris says, "Do you know who's helping Tony Storm in the AEW videos?" I do. It's RJ City, and I guess that shouldn't be a surprise considering how good RJ City is. Like. Listen, we bust balls on the air and all that stuff. Man, RJ City is sneakily such a phenomenal hire for AEW. He can do a little bit of everything. If they ever need him to wrestle, he can, even though I'm sure he doesn't want to. He has just an unmatched sense of humor and sense of sense as well. The guy is really good. Can you see WWE letting Cody take the belt from Reigns before he breaks Hogan's record in September 24? I'd wager they don't yet or know yet who dethrones Reigns. Listen, if they go Roman and Cody, and they go Roman over Cody again, that's going to disenfranchise an awful lot of fans. I think you can do it once, and they got away with it. I don't think you can do it twice. But just to make this clear, Hogan doesn't have a record. <laughs> Hogan doesn't have a record. Bruno has a record. Uh, like uh, people used to say that a lot too. Like, oh well, they're breaking Punk's record. What record? The imaginary modern? Okay, well then, what's Hogan's? If Punk holds the modern or held the modern record before Roman, well then, what what record does Punk or Hogan hold? One that you created in your mind with a qualifier. That's it. That's it. Hogan was at 1,400 days. Bruno was at 2,800 days. KE775 says, do you think Jade showing up at the end of NXT? uh, We could see her showing up on NXT next week for her first major angle, or do you think she's Raw or SmackDown bound? I'm not sure that they know KE775. I'm not sure that they really have any idea of where she's going to go. I think they got to see her level of work. Uh, Obviously, it's creating some buzz. But now she's appeared on Raw, SmackDown, a pay-per-view, and NXT. How many times can you do that? What are you going to do? Have her have her walk up to Akira Tozawa on main event and be like, hey, like one of those? You, you At some point, you got to do something besides her existing and being there. I haven't heard about her being at the PC yet. I haven't. I, I will dig into that, though. But... I'm not sure that they know where she's going to go. And I don't know if maybe uh, she is training privately or something like that. But, I mean, very clearly, they have a way that they want to do things. Uh, I don't think that any of the appearances have meant anything. I even tried to tell Denise that on Monday. I was like, listen, unless they beat you over the head with it, then she's not officially on the brand. Like that. That's just the way that they do things in WWE. Get those super chats, get those humper chats in. We would greatly appreciate it. Matt Hennessy, look at this big, badass super chat that we're going to spend some time on. Matt, thank you so much. Let me get me a drink of this cucumber lime water, my favorite. Ah. I get people are skeptical with the merger being done and Ari removing Vince from creative and Vince no longer having majority voting power. Do you think this is a plan by Ari and Nick Khan, given those their close relationship in the past to sucker Vince in? Yes, I do think so. And that's knowing Ari Emanuel's history of being very cutthroat in business. There was recently an article. I, I can't remember who published it, but it really highlights a lot of his cutthroat business practices and really some unsavory ones as well. Nick Khan is one of the smartest guys that has ever existed in pro wrestling. Period, point blank. The guy is really, really smart. He's really savvy. He knew what he was getting into, and he knew what the step was the whole way. Now, I'm not going to say that he or anybody close to him leaked the, the Vince stuff, but somebody in WWE last year leaked the Vince stuff, and there's a reason uh, why they don't leak it to Fightful or you know Dave or anybody like that. I'm very confident in the level of work that we do and the reporting. But if, if a wrestling outlet had reported that, it's a blip on the radar and people move on. But when the Wall Street Journal reports that, investors specifically pay attention to that, you can't just move past it. So that was intentional. The leak of, oh, the board all voted against Vince being back. That was intentional. Uh, the information getting out there about the subsequent claims, Intentional. The information uh, regarding Vince pushing his way back, intentional. Uh, I will say that from a company line, I haven't had an official confirmation, but I have had people in the company saying it was an Ari Emanuel decision. He wanted people to stay in their roles. He recognized when looking into the company that not only did numbers not get hurt when Vince left last year, but they excelled, they thrived, and succeeded and put them in a better financial position as well for the merger. So I think that he looks at that. He's familiar with Nick Khan, and he understands that Nick Khan is a big part of that as well. And whoever Nick Khan trusts in that role is probably a smart idea. Triple H is trusted in that role. People, The talent like him. Based on what I understand, staff generally likes him. Vince had outstayed his welcome. Talent were no longer comfortable having to answer to stuff that he had done and, you know, like his input on creative. Now I should say this, Vince had not interacted directly with creative this year, except for that raw after mania, where I said he Tasmania deviled the script. He just showed up, ate the script, spun around and left. And, and a change to a match at mania that I had heard of, but largely other than that, I, I just think that Vince overstayed his welcome. I don't think that at any point over the last 15 years was he consistently, creatively good. There are some really good things that emerged over the last 15 years. Um, there was the CM Punk story that had major hiccups. There was the Shield. When they brought the Shield in, they changed their production style to make it almost unwatchable. Yeah, There was the Nexus debut. Well, how'd Nexus end up? If you date back to like 2005, Batista and Triple H even say like we had to talk him out of doing that damn match. We had to we had to talk him out of doing that match at Survivor Series instead of WrestleMania. From your understanding, how big a role did 1,000 days play into Reigns retaining at Mania? Could I ask for your take on SI's report at Rock on May at Mania? Listen, I want to say this: I think SI's wrestling reporting has stepped up. Significantly, in the last few years, there were a time three. There was a time three or four years ago. I had to debunk a lot of Sports Illustrated stories, uh, but of late, I don't. I'm not sure exactly who they talk to, or if it's a Fed story. So, and by that I mean like a story where they don't go to somebody seeking information, but the company goes to them. That's what happened to me with the punk story. Uh, it wasn't me hunting that down. I had already. You've been working on that. But it was WDB being like, we don't want to set unrealistic expectations. This might have been that with The Rock. Uh, But I would say that the Thousand Days probably played some sort of role and they felt felt comfortable in doing it. And Roman has a say. As of this year, Roman Reigns had a say. We published that story on Fightful Select. When will he lose the title? Whenever the F he wants. Hmm. NFL hurting raw ratings a lot. Will raw move days? If the media partner in which WWE is acquired by wants them to and pays them accordingly, they will. Yeah, but uh, as of now, no. Because, I mean, football, you, know, you got what? October, November, December. Uh, September, October, November. About four months of Monday Night Football. Any update on AEW's television deals and negotiations? I will have an update. I can't tie it up right now uh, it'll be on FightfulSelect.com, but more of the same dick the Cock Johnson says I don't know if there's anything to me you at uh, NXT considering I imagine she's just visiting but it seems odd they'd put her where she's so easily visible on camera I don't know if there's anything to it I know that she's in the area training a lot she trained with Natty she's trained with some other people but I know that she does. Hang out in the area here and there. Mike the Jeweler says for the regular chat. SRS, my friend, let's get ready to hump. Says every show is amazing. Best $54 in the business. That's right. That yearly subscription of Fightful Select, just $54 a year. Says shout out to magicspoon.com slash fightful and my IG. Mike the Jeweler underscore ATL Humper Chat for the plugs. Listen. Uh, That man gives me enough money to to plug his stuff all the time. Sincerely, follow Mike the Jeweler. He does incredible stuff for an awful lot of people that you guys are going to know. Mike the Jeweler underscore ATL on Instagram. This guy is incredible. B-Sweet says, surprised to learn all this is only 36 and working a GM role on TV. Not familiar with his in-ring work, but he has a great look. Do you know why he walked away so young? I think he'll do great as a GM. He did not walk away. He still wants to wrestle. But from what I understand, he has been, I don't want to use the term trooper. I feel like it's a little demeaning, but he has been a team player in that he will do whatever gets him where he wants to be, where he needs to be. And right now they wanted him producing and then they wanted him in this this role. Now there's a significant opportunity for this to turn into an in-ring thing. I mean, look, Baron Corbin did it. Uh, Brad Maddox even did it before he became an in-ring wrestler. But Nick Aldis, if you're not familiar with his work, go watch the the Cody match. Uh, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't ever encourage anybody in general to watch a Marty Skrull match, but I think that's the best match that Nick Aldis had. Uh, the Trevor Murdoch match a couple years ago was really good. He had some good matches in Impact as well. He did not walk away. He still wants to wrestle. He still wants to wrestle. Jeff Stone says, Sean, hear me out. This might sound like I'm trying to put all the black people together. But if WWE think Jade is not ready, put her in a tag team with Bianca. It can be a way to get her on TV and get her more reps. I think it'll be a different approach with a guy like Triple H. I think that Triple H will want to get her reps. They'll want her to work with other really, really good talent. And they'll want her to learn their style. If that means working PC matches or working at the PC, that's what they'll do. Um, There have been times under Vince where they brought up Braun and they're like, how will this work? Well, it worked out really well. They brought up Dana Brooke way soon and they never really gave her the opportunity. There, There have been Shanky, never really worked the PC. It didn't work out with him. It can be really, really hit or miss as to whether or not It actually ends up working in the way that they want when they don't teach somebody to work their style, whether it be the cameras, whether it be a spot that they can, can't do, what things to to do, what things to stay away from. There are so many intricacies from company to company. Uh, I I always hear this when friends join a company. They'll be like, I've been told that I'm going to learn more in a few weeks than I did the years before. And it almost always certainly is the case. You get told things and you're like, Oh shit, that makes an awful lot of sense. And it, it starts to unlock that Rubik's cube in your brain. So, um, I think with Jade, she learned an awful lot in AEW. I think that she's going to learn a whole lot more in WWE because they're going to put every resource they can behind her. Starks and all this were the best of pre-COVID NWA. Man, Zicky was good. Eddie Kingston. Pre-COVID NWA was where it was at. I, th- I think that for a period of time, NWA had... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer... best tv show uh on in wrestling for a while guys i'm gonna get this second sponsor in before matt cardona joins check out nordvpn.com slash fightful i'm traveling a lot and when you travel you got to protect your data you got to protect your privacy online nordvpn.com slash fightful allows me to do that allows me to browse safely and securely when you go to an airport when you go to an arena a restaurant, a hotel. You're usually connecting to that unsecured Wi-Fi, which leaves you susceptible to having your data stolen, any any number of things taken from your private connection or what should be your private connection. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes it a private connection with the fastest VPN in the world, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and a ton of other features in addition to that peace of mind that you get When you can browse safely and securely. And I'm talking all your devices. Surface Pro, laptop, desktop, PC, smart TV, router, phone. Whatever you're taking with you. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. will add extra layers of security to your digital life. You can get a password manager, a file encryption tool. Be safe. Be smart. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Guys, get your super chats. Get your Humper chats in. You can send some for Matt Cardona shortly as well. KE775 says, do you think this trick story is Carmelo's NXT exit story? I do. I think that Carmelo is absolutely ready, and the roster is ready for him as well. I hope that they book him uh, a little bit better than they are, or not a little bit, a lot better than they are Johnny Gargano, but I think now that Tommaso Ciampa is back in the fold, that'll help him a lot too. But yes, I do think that this is them preparing Carmelo for a call-up. I don't know that for sure, but I definitely think that it's a likely possibility. TK says, is there any legit scenario where Vince can weasel back into creative if anything goes through or if everything goes through Ari, I don't see it. If Ari doesn't want it, that's it. It is all up to Ari Emanuel. And so many people said the following. They said, well, he's not plugged up or plugged in enough to care and said that uh, you know what? They why would he give a damn? He he liked Vince. He liked Vince. If he doesn't want it, it won't happen. Matt Hennessy, another one. Big thank you, Matt. Thank you so much for helping us. Says, if Sami Zayn becoming world heavyweight champion at WrestleMania, uh, they seem to be planting the seeds. You see Regal becoming SmackDown GM next year when his non-compete expires. Can't see Nick having the GM role for long. I can see Regal unseating somebody for it, but I just want to be clear. I don't necessarily know when that deal with William Regal is up because he didn't join aw until like what in until like early 2022 so say they had a three-year deal or something like that like i, I i'm not familiar with his contract but if he had a, a two or three-year deal or a three-year deal it might be longer than that i could definitely see regal unseating nick aldis and then nick aldis getting back in the ring that is for sure something i could hear or see see happening. Kim Gray says, "Why Owens to not or not? Uh, why Owens to SmackDown and not Cody? It's just the uh, storyline point. They want to drive that home for Sammy, create some conflict there, add some juice to the Jay Uso storyline. It all comes down to that. You heard of any other women on Raw NXT? Uh, Becky or the company want her to work with the next uh, next generation. She seems to help Tegan and Tiffany a lot. Well, Becky is open to help helping a lot of people." I mean, Becky has has long been just open to helping anybody that wants that help. So uh, I think that if they bring her somebody, I think that she's gonna do her job and and make them look good. You see that with Valkyria as well. Like you, we're gonna see her do that an awful lot, and she's gonna she's gonna do it really well. I think that. See, I I feel like she can help Jade in the story as well, but I'm like, man. I don't want them to blow that yet. We're Copeland and Stark shooting a little. Yeah, but there was no heat there. No heat there. Will Chisholm says, I started believing the Vince story when Raw had 17 women on the show. Do you believe the WWE Women's Division will be booked better now that Vince is out? Yeah, but I know a lot of people are drawing that directly to Triple H. I I heard that Triple H was hands-off a lot of the times with producing women's stuff. So I'm going to try to find out who is a little bit more hands-on with with that end of things. I know this was earlier this year when I heard that too. So maybe things have changed and maybe things have adjusted along the way. But, um, yeah, I I don't think it's an accident that people who haven't been on the show have been getting on the show because I think that's the biggest thing. More than, oh, well, 17 women are getting on the program, it's more people that weren't on the program are getting on the program. And I think that's, that's the biggest part of that. Do you think with the implement implementation of GMs now, we'll see a brand supremacy at survivor series? Well, there already was it says, if so, can we possibly see Nick Aldis put himself as a member of team McMahon, or team Smackdown a la Shane McMahon? I hope so. That would make an awful lot of sense to me. I think that would, would be one where people would be like, "Oh, damn!" But if it's Bloodline versus like Jay, Sammy, KO, etc., uh, Orton, yada yada. Well, I think it'd be a little bit more difficult, right? Like, I think that you want to go with the established talent that they spent an awful lot of time on on their own shows. But uh, yeah, I think that, that that him putting himself in there and showing the audience what he can do. That might not know would be kind of cool. We should be joined imminently by Matt Cardona as at least as best. I know I sent him the link earlier. I have not heard from him. So listen, if he doesn't show up, I get to yell at Jimmy for, for booking him to begin with. Get your super chats, get your humper chats in rock hard. Joel Woods says, with the way the division seems to be improving, what or percentage do you give Diana Perazzo joining WWE? So I'm going forty percent WWE, forty percent AEW. Twenty, I'll go fifteen percent Impact Wrestling, and the remaining five is just her freelancing it and doing whatever. I think almost certainly somebody is going to offer her a contract. And it'll probably be an, imp- I'm, I'm positive. It, it'd be hard for it to not be an improvement over the impact wrestling thing. But uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know who we could ask? We could ask Matt Cardona what he thinks the percentage chance is of Diana Perrazzo joining WWE.
3: Oh, I don't have the scoops like you.
0: I should probably hook up my earbuds too. Oh. That, that, would, that would probably be helpful <laughs> instead of, Instead of my speaker sound, we have Matt Cardona here of uh, MajorPodMerch.com. Oh, that's go- right. Nice plug. Yeah, yeah. You can Thank move you. your camera up if you want, unless you want oh. us to cut your head off. I think it's you guys. There we go.
3: Why do you guys make me so big? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty Listen, big, but. To, to promote the big rubber guy. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah. How you doing, Matt? I would say go Look, buy this, this, but He beautiful. He's, he's sold out. though. He sold out. Oh. He sold out. Sorry, You sold out. That's for sure. What do you mean? I mean, you're... I'm the indie god. I didn't sell out. out. Do you know how
0: often I get... like You You make one of those... You post one of those teasers, right? You're like, hee he, he, I'm coming back home. And yeah. then I get 15 questions on my Q&A. Like, is he coming back? Is he coming back? And I'm like, guys, last time I talked to him, he seemed very happy with what he was oh, doing.
3: Especially coming back from Australia, World Series Wrestling, the amount of money I made, it was more... I made more in six shows then I made my first year in WWE developmental, but still. Van
0: says Cardona low-blowing Cassie Lee over and over again and doing absolutely nothing was comedy gold.
3: Well, you know, that's one of my moves. So yes. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I was deep in the match. I wasn't thinking. And I just went for one of my moves. And Yeah, uh, it didn't work for Maki didn't work either. Out. Didn't work on Maki either. No, it did not, you know. But see, I, I'm so invested in the match. I'm not, you know, I'm not... I just want to beat my opponent by any means necessary, you know.
0: Well, you're you're beating the competition with these these big rubber guys, oh, they're, yeah, they're so hot, hot
3: product, let's guys. Right about. now, majorpodmerch.com. Randy Macho Man Savage, do the Giant. This is no bootleg. We officially signed these guys to so our toy line. Uh big rubber guys, they're uh, you know, it's a tribute to the LJNs of the 80s, so we're kind of continuing the line. Um, Obviously, they made Macho Man before, but not like this iconic look with the bandana. And Andre the Giant, for instance, here is the Andre that they made. His knees are bent. He's not even tall. And this black strap is just painted on. I always thought
0: that was so weird. Like, I came in... I came in after the LJNs, but I'm like, man, you've got the giant and you're bending his knees. You're yeah. Accentuate the positives.
3: Right. So we got a tall MFR with the the strap molded on. You can get it in the black. You get a variant um in the blue. Uh there's it's a two-week pre-order, but the pre-order is the order. If you miss out, you're gonna you're have to pay big big money on eBay. You know, so we've done myself, Brian Myers, Demolition, Ric Flair. Sergeant Slaughter, Jannetty, and these are the latest two, so get them on MajorPodMerch.com. I know your boss is a big fan of the LJN line. He is. He is. Yeah. He
0: does not have the Jannetty with rabbit accessory, though. Did you see that one?
3: No, that's not real. I know he has one. Of, this is the Sergeant Slaughter unreleased prototype. Oh, I'm, I'm just... Jannetty
0: said on Facebook that he fucked a rabbit the other day. So.
3: Oh, did he? I don't, you know, I'm not you know i am not privy to that info. Have, have you seen Jimmy's LJN collection? I've seen it. I've seen it. I've also seen his paint. He has a painted Sergeant Slaughter, but yeah. I I broke the news to Jimmy. I think it's uh unofficial. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, listen, so we're we also in the Big Rubber Guy, we made Sergeant Slaughter. This is the Zauer version of the Sergeant Slaughter, which is sure. basically exactly like the one that was supposed to come out. But uh your boss is is all is painted in like this fantasy G.I. Joe gear that he wouldn't have worn at that time. So, I'm not doubting that the actual figure is real, but I, with 100% certainty, can say that that figure was not painted in
0: 1984.
3: I, listen. It's a, gear gonna... he, it's a in gear he had not worn yet. It doesn't yeah, make you're not, sense. You're
0: not going to find any arguments out of me on yeah, that. So like especially,
3: maybe, maybe an LJN employee still painted it, but he yes. did not paint it in 1984. It was not supposed to come out looking like that.
0: Well, it came out, I leveraged that situation into a raise, so I'm glad that, like, whatever, whatever. Listen, we got people asking regular wrestling questions. Let's get some questions in for Matt Cardona. We have Mike the Jeweler saying, read with Matt on stream, please. Let's get ready to hump with the broski and SRS. Why why are you asking Matt Cardona what Sting's announcement's going to be?
3: I'm not sure
0: he's not sure i don't know either i'm not sure but he says what a broski i see you got the gold but if you need some ice let me know i got you this guy jewels shoes watches everything i just bought a rolex did you
3: i'm good for a while you know indie indie worker buying rolexes couldn't buy it with my WWE money but i'm buying with my my indie money
0: in atlanta cody wanted to make sure that people saw your rolex i
3: think that was the debut of the, uh, yeah. the old Rolex right there. Cody it kind was. of bullied me into buying one, so. Did he? He did, yeah. See,
0: that's that's the type of thing, like, you know, quarterbacks get their offensive linemen Rolexes and stuff like that, like. Well, he didn't
3: get it, me. He just he didn't me get it, it for me. I know he didn't get it. I know he
0: didn't. If you have, like, are you going to gift Steph DeLander
3: a, a Rolex? She's sort of your I offensive so. lineman. I, I gifted, the, she's in my other toy line, Major Bendy's. Yeah. Uh, I gifted her uh, a, a spot in the lineup. I've got so. the first series, right? Like six feet to my right. Only the first. We have like a 100 figures by now, pal. Yeah, I
0: know. Y'all stopped sending them to me. What gives?
3: Well, we wanted you to promote the first set. You
0: know, <laughs>
3: now it's kind of self-sufficient. You know what I'm saying?
0: And, and I get the horn swoggle. It's like, all right, listen, I see why he's in the first line. Less materials right. used. Oh, my. You like, can't say me. that.
3: Like, what? You what? can't say that. You can't say that? Oh, my. You can't say that? Come on. Do you have an update on when Dexter Loomis is coming back to TV? Because I don't. Not sure. That guy's jacked, though. So, you know, if I was jacked, I'd put him on television for sure.
0: A lot of people don't know this. He did the the original 10 pounds of gold. He narrated those.
3: Did he? Yeah. If I was in charge of WWE, I'd bring back the WBF, and I'd have Dexter, you know, as one of my top guys in the WBF. He's a hell of a physique.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Rock hard. Joel Woods says, Mr. Cardona, you've been on my short list. I've wanted uh, uh, guys to return to WDB for at least a year. Call me a mark, but I got to know. What are your conditions for you to return to WDB? How does that negotiation go?
3: Listen, if I got a phone call right now, of course, I'd, I'd pick it up and we'd have a conversation. Um, I'd be lying if I said I've never wanted to... Wrestle at Mass Square Garden again or wrestle at WrestleMania again. But right now, I'm having the time of my life. I'm having so much fun. I'm making so much money. But, you know, what would it take? Cash and creative. You know? (laughs) Take a lot of money. And listen, there's no guarantees in wrestling. But I would need some intention. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sure. I don't want to just be a guy on the roster. Been there, done that. And nothing against that. You know, but... I'm over it. I already did that.
0: I so. can tell you there have been multiple times at conventions I would walk up to Cardona, who rarely has an empty line, and sarcastically tell him I was going to turn him into the Lonely Virgil meme, in which he responds by opening up his fanny pack to show hey. me <laughs> giant wads of cash. Yeah. <laughs> Insane yeah. wads of cash. Uh my God. My God.
3: Uh and Van Twinblade wants you to go to Glory Pro. I'm sure if they paid you, you would. I will go to any promotion that will pay me I don't it's that simple. people ask me who's your dream opponent I don't give a shit who's gonna pay me <laughs> whoever you're getting paid <laughs> who is going to pay me I don't care I don't care who I'm wrestling it's not about it's not about the matches, it's about the the money and the moments
0: Fair JV says question for Matt for an indie guy who's done it all what goals do you have left for 2023 make money?
3: Ooh, yeah, we'll definitely make money. Um, I'm almost up there with Ultimo Dragon's record for, for titles held at the same time. Okay. So I think I'm like one or two away. So I think it'd be pretty cool to at least tie that procedures record. So there's a couple companies that I'm involved in that I might have some title opportunities coming up. So if I could win those, that'd be pretty cool.
0: We've got a couple questions regarding those. Joseph says thoughts on MLW World Heavyweight Champ Alex Kane. He's been man, they've put a lot into him over the last yeah, couple. Of and years.
3: I don't get it. I mean, this guy has just over six thousand followers. It's laughable. Uh, before I started tweeting about him, he had under six thousand. I think he recently broke over six thousand. So congratulations. But that this guy, he's the future. You know what I'm saying? But he's not the now. He's not the guy that's going to bring uh, MLW. To the forefront. You need someone like me, someone with over 2 million followers. If I tweet, yeah. people see it, whether they like me or not. Alex Kane tweets. <laughs> Nobody knows about it. Daniel Lahar says,
0: hi, Matt. You ever going to go after El Hijo Del Vaquino's championship? He's one of my favorite wrestlers right now.
3: Are we going to see Lucha God, uh, Matt Cardona? I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Um, one of my goals is definitely to go to Mexico. I don't care which company, <laughs> whichever one pays me the most. I'll be there, and I'll wrestle anybody.
0: Is the performance center parking lot or the I four more dangerous?
3: Ooh, everyone gets beat up in that uh, that parking lot. They do. Huh? And Jade Cargill Plus showed up there, there, there first yeah, day, I mean, like
0: that. That's like showing up at prison and cracking somebody over the head with a, a lunch tray. Like her oh just walking through the parking lot.
3: <laughs> well, you know, she's fine. She came home last night, and you know, yeah. we got we, we got down to business. You know what I'm saying? Oh I showed God. her the big rubber guy. <laughs> No, my figure, my figure. I showed her the figure. <laughs> showed her the figure. Jesus Christ. Has there
0: been anything so far that Chelsea's been like, I'm sorry, you can't say that. I'm underemployed. Well, not underemploy.
3: I don't know if she particularly enjoyed it when I came out with her title in Japan for DDT. Which which I heard about
0: before it happened. You were you were talking about it feet away from her, and I don't know if she knew.
3: Listen, guys, it was a replica. I bought it off of WWEShop.com with my own money, right? This was not the real deal. I think you were reporting that it might have been the real deal. Come on, guys.
0: I did not report it was the real deal. (laughs) I think it was behind the paywall. I think it was behind the paywall. She just got her job back. I'm not going to report that. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to say. It was a
3: replica, guys.
0: One of my favorite things about Chelsea is she got inaccurately accused within the PC of feeding me news before she got released. Really? And she and I had never spoken with each other at that point mm. outside of a congrats.
3: But there Who were people it, that man? were
0: like... Who
3: was who's the Stooge?
0: There were a lot of them. There were a lot yeah. of them. Can, can you name some here? I <laughs> There's some that are out of wrestling that, that oh. I probably could, but I oh, won't. Oh, Mojo Rawley? No, but uh, hopefully I can get him to Stooge for me now. But oh, God. They did this meeting where they're like, Hey, guys don't talk to the dirt sheets. Then in the same meeting, they said, by the way, you're responsible for all your own medical shit during COVID. See ya. Oh boy. And a whole bunch of people talked to me. However, immediately following her release, she was like, let's do our interview.
3: Oh, there you go. Smart. (laughs)
0: Let's do do our interview. Uh, Daniel says, Matt, will you ever do a crazy chompa beard?
3: No. (laughs) Why not? Look how fucking handsome I am. You think I would have, Cover this face up. I just went to the barber today. Got cleaned up a little bit. But the long beard is not for me. Not my style. How's Chelsea enjoying her WWE run? I think she is doing excellent. I think, I mean, more than excellent. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Tag Team Champion. Um, You know, when she was released, she was actually wrestling on the indies. You know, I I don't know what the prerequisite for coming back to WWE was. It it felt like... (laughs) The prerequisite is what's to do nothing. But yeah. Chelsea actually worked her ass off, and it shows because she's knocking it out of the park right now.
0: She's been on TV for like almost every company, except for like maybe AEW, like Lucha Underground, right. MLW, ROH, Impact, done, NWA, done
3: everything. And, and I'd her. argue that from all those rehires, she's been the most successful. You know what? Yeah, I would say so. When I, <laughs> I heard from one of
0: my sources that she'd be doing a Karen gimmick, I was like, oh, well, that's that is
3: that's a home run right for sure because she gets it it's a listen we all have to wrestle but everyone can wrestle now yeah it has to be a character that the fans connect to whether they love you or hate you robert gary says indie god do you think brett
0: would ever pad the lope enough to put you versus ultimo dragon at say spring break next year
3: bro i would love that the match almost happened i don't know if i'm supposed to say this but i'm gonna because what are they gonna do fire me it was supposed to happen uh at wrestlecade This year, but I heard Ultimo Dragon's price was a little too high, Ski.
0: uh, Which means Sonny Ono's price was too high. And
3: I certainly wasn't lower in mine, pal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I'm going to be at Wrestlecade this year, too. So that would have been cool to see. Damn, man. Do you all have Ultimo in
3: any of your lines? We do not. We do not.
0: No. Sonny Ono, what are you doing, man? Get get on (laughs) this. Get on this. I know it's up to him. I know it's up to him. Louisville says any other performers reach out to Matt about going fully independent in wrestling. Like this is a thing that like, if anybody it's easy to say you set a template, but it not everybody can follow that. Obviously there are incredible intangibles that you possess that others do not possess that make you as successful as possible. But have people reached out to you and said, how the hell do I do this?
3: Um, Nobody has reached out like while they still had a job. But after they were released, certainly have. And I have no problem sharing the information. You know, guys like Drew McIntyre, Cody, I stole from them, you know, and hopefully someone steals from me and then hopefully someone steals from them. You know, uh, I'm trying to prove that you don't need a major company to be a successful pro wrestler. I don't care how you define success. If you define it by accolades, like PWI (laughs) rankings, if if you define it by money or happiness, I am the most successful I've ever been in my career. And there's like, there's no denying that.
0: Are you saying, was that a shot at the major podcast network that you don't need a major company to be a wrestling star? Is that what you're saying?
3: No, no, I'm not saying that.
0: I'm going to, I'm going to turn everything into a CM Punk conspiracy is what I want to do. <laughs> oh, he said, you don't need a major company. He's leaving Brian no, Myers. Oh, stop it. No, stop it. That's what's going to happen. Don't stir the pot. Put your tinfoil hats on. Oh my God. Day Park says now with Copeland being an AEW, any chance of him reuniting with Cardona and Brian Myers for the trios titles. What's your relationship like with AEW? I
3: don't have one. Um, you know, I was there for a cup of coffee. It was a good fine time. I had two matches and three shirts and uh, I was never <laughs> invited back and the rest is history. So that's that. Um, listen, I still watch the product. I think what they're doing is incredible. It's, Whether you call it an alternative or competition, it's there. And there's no denying that. And it's made wrestling better for the wrestlers. It's made wrestling better for the wrestling fans. So anyone who hates on AEW, I think you're a fucking idiot.
0: Would you ever do like like if they needed a a joker in the battle royal or something like that? And it made sense. Would you hop in and do a one off?
3: If it made sense, I'll do anything. Okay. I'd sign for 10 years if it made sense.
0: Fair. Fair. So uh, a question that I have. So we, have seen the major bendies. We've seen the big rubber guys. We've also seen other companies like sort of bring back the bone crunchers and things like that. Are there any other brand or or any other styles that you look at and you're like, Oh, I'd like major to get into that in the future.
3: Uh, there's so many companies doing like the Hasbro style. Um, some way better than others. Like I think zombie sailor is the number one, the heels and faces. Of course I'm in that line. Um, The, the, those bone crunches you're talking about for figure collection. Those are really cool. Maybe I would like to do eventually the ECW type. I,
0: that's, that's all I'm collecting right now.
3: But man, it'd be, if you're doing it the right way, it would cost so much money because there's so many different parts. And if you're true to the original line, not one piece is ever, you know, reused unless it's like a, a yeah. new Tommy dreamer. You know what I'm saying? No one shares the same arms or legs or stomach. So if you did it the right way, it'd be incredibly expensive.
0: Yeah, I I collected uh, Jack's Bone Crunchers because I adored how ugly they all were. Yeah, and the ECW ones because they're
3: beautiful. They're they're they're, they're gorgeous, phenomenal figures. figures, and like they're like I said, they're all unique, which makes them so special.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, my God. <laughs> so in co- collecting the Bone Crunchers, I was like, I guess I gotta get these stomps. And then oh, as yeah. I'm looking at them, I was like, oh brother. Hawk is the same size as,
3: uh, <laughs> as well, listen, that was the, the late nineties. Yeah, for sure. It was, it was terrible. He
0: was, they were in a cutting phase right there. Uh, all those stomp figures, they were all shredded and had like yeah. these
3: tiny arms. They all have the same exact body. Uh, but you know, they spent so much money on all his extra accessories. So they had to cut cost somewhere. Will the middle of it song or middle of it now song be used again. When, Myers and I got put back together in WWE, whatever that was, 2019. Yeah. Before we won the tag team titles, we asked if they could use that song. Um, And we were told that it was like not HD enough or something like that. Like it was too old. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense because like a year later, Morrison came back with same timetable MVP. um, So they wouldn't let us use it. And then they made us some of the worst music in pro wrestling history. I remember they played three different tracks for us. It was like generic song. Number 53 number 75 and 92. Which one do you want? Horrible.
0: I know they've moved away from using Jim Johnston stuff. They've moved away from using CFO stuff. It's basically whoever they're paying at the time, which to me, I don't know how a company like WWE has not just found a way to license their own stuff in perpetuity depending on who the producer is, like just get the rights to everything. Like if you're going to hire these
3: people. Yeah. I don't know enough about all that stuff, but yeah, we wanted to come out to that song. Didn't happen.
0: This one sort of, uh, I don't know if it involves you or not because MLW has their relationship uh, now with CMLL and new Japan. But thoughts on the CMLL-AEW partnership with AAA still involved. Is this anything you have ever had to navigate around? Because it seems like almost every company in wrestling outside of WWE and virtually everybody plays nice except for CMLL and AAA.
3: It doesn't affect me one bit, so you, I don't you, care.
0: I feel like it would affect you greatly considering how how much lucha shit you do.
3: It would not affect me. Uh, listen, I I haven't worked for either promotion, so unless one books me, the other one wants to book me, there'd be a couple of ventures there. But otherwise,
0: I you know I'm honestly kind of surprised that AAA has never brought you in.
3: They've they've reached out a couple times, but it's always been last minute, and my calendar is full, and I'm not a big cancel date guy. Yeah, of course. So what
0: what does it take for you to cancel a date?
3: Has to be really big. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be wrap- like me just being a replacement. is not really sure. good to me. If I'm not yeah. the main priority or one of the first priorities, then I'm not going to be last pick. Sorry.
0: So before uh, you, you hop off of here, of course, guys, go to majorpodmerch.com, get these pre-orders. I did mention Steph Delanda earlier, yep. man. She has blown up uh, during this partnership with I you. Know how to a pick lot-
3: hey, do you know we're on the cover of PWI?
0: I don't give a shit about that.
3: Well, I do. <laughs> First independent wrestlers on the cover of PWI ever. Really? Unless you want to count like the territory days back in the eighties.
0: I mean, yeah, you all you won the uh fightful award for independent male wrestler of the year. Chelsea, funny enough, I, won if it. If I don't wow. win it
3: again this year, I smell collusion. <laughs>
0: Well, it's being consolidated into indie Act of the Year, so it'll probably be yourself and Steph DeLander. Well, if it's as, not,
3: then it's like, you know, there's it's bullshit because there's nobody who comes close. There you go. There's, there's just nobody, and that's a shoot. There's nobody.
0: And, I mean, Chelsea won Independent Woman of the Year while under WWE contract, technically. See, we which, do
3: it all in this house. Come on. That's true.
0: That's true. So, I mean, Steph has, has really transformed her career. There, There are a whole lot of people that after they trained at the PC, whether or not they had history in wrestling before or not, once they get released from WDB, they just, they go away. And that, that was not going to be the path that she was going to take. And, and she's doing some incredible stuff uh, with you and without you.
3: Yeah, she's doing great. I saw her in Australia uh, last March or April. I said, who is this tall son of a bitch? (laughs) You know, the blonde bangs, the piercings. I called my wife, Chelsea green. I asked her, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to ask this girl to be my heater. You cooled it. Uh, she said yes. Then Steph said yes. And then the rest is history. I knew in wrestling, you got to get momentum and you can't let it stop. So we we joined forces in Australia. And the next weekend I had bookings. And I just flew her in, paid her, put her up because I knew the act needed to keep going. So yeah. I invested in us. I invested in her. I invested in myself. And, and now, you know, everybody knows who's, who she is.
0: Sometimes people just need that opportunity. And that was... And that's, that's an opportunity that doesn't come somebody's way an awful lot, but it's very clear. She had invested in her look and her presentation already to right. a pretty extreme degree.
3: Yeah. And like, you know, she's so concerned about like wrestling matches. I'm like, Steph, can you choke? Can you throw a baby powder? Can you rake somebody's eyes? Can you take your shoe off and hit something? That's all I care about, but she wants to wrestle still. So sometimes like, all right, can we book Steph in a match? You know, <laughs> just to shut her up. <laughs> I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding. Listen, RJ City
0: just got hired to make jokes into a camera. He ain't never taken a bump again. I love if RJ you, City. He's great. Uh, he's wonderful. He's yeah. great. Uh, but like, I, I love that somebody who, I mean, she very clearly put so much into wrestling and loves wrestling, but my God, it, to prove that versatility has got to be uh, pretty beneficial.
3: Absolutely. And I'm somebody who, whose brain doesn't shut off because this is my life. This is my job. So I'm always thinking of ideas. Um, and I'm always wanting to do more and she is the exact same way. So it's a perfect pairing because if she wasn't that way, this, I would have, you know, kicked her to the curb months ago, but we both want this so badly. That's why we've been traveling all over the world together. So of course
0: the big rubber guys, again, the pre-order is the order. You can check that out at majorpodmerch.com. Also got shirts up there. You've got other major bendies up there as well. Where else can people follow you, check oh, you man. out, or Just, or buy uh, social, your stuff?
3: So, social media, you'll see everything I'm doing. Uh, I have my pre-workout, my Always Ready pre-workout. I have my Always Red uh, wine. Have you have you got some of that? You wine drinker?
0: I'm I've never drank alcohol in my life. Actually, well, what about
3: a pre-workout taker? You pre-workout taker? I am a pre-workout taker. Yeah, you gotta try that Always Ready, baby. I will. If you got to choose one or the other, either the always red or the always ready. You can't, you know, you can't say, you do you mix, can't mix them and I don't work out. Yeah. You know, it's one or the other. <laughs> you know what
2: I'm
0: saying? I, I will try the always ready. I absolutely will. Matt Cardona. It's always awesome to have you on. If you're at WrestleCade, I, I'm sure I'll, I'll bug there. you to do an interview. Vending,
3: vending myself. Cause I don't want anyone taking any of my money. I always go fly myself in by the table, you know, vend myself count my own cash. I don't want Joe Schmo. Getting a cut of me, you know what I'm saying? I've worked too damn That's, hard for
0: this. It's free advice there, which I mean, not everybody can do that,
3: I'm sure. No, because well, most people are fucking lazy. And they just want to sit it. there and sign and not think about it. You should have saw me on this Australia trip. Like everyone was laughing at me because every morning we had a flight to a different uh different part of Australia, and I got five bags of merch, and like I'm legit falling over with these bags, they're all dropping. Everyone's laughing at the end of the tour. Who was laughing counting their cash? It was me. It was me. <laughs> what do you do? Do you just drag back empty bags? Yes, because I bring giant duffel bags and then I condense. So I flew over with five and I left with uh, with one checked bag, which had no merch in it. Just like clothes and stuff like that.
0: Check it out, guys. MajorPodMerch.com. Of course, uh, everything Major uh, Pod is doing is, is good stuff. Matt Cardona, I want to thank you so much, man. Thank you. You're, I get paid for this, right? Uh, until next time, guys. Uh Matt Cardona is out of here. Uh we'll we'll give one good look at it. No, I'm right. sorry, that's a Jimmy Van deal.
3: That's all a Jimmy Van deal.
0: Right. Oh, wait. If it's a yeah. Jimmy Van deal, you know you ain't getting paid. I wrote,
3: I wrote that article for the magazine, no payday. How about this? You paint yourself up like Sergeant
0: Slaughter, you might get paid 30k. Oh 30.
3: That's a big You got 30. Is that possible? I don't know. 30? I don't know. Probably. Ooh.
0: That's intense. probably
3: and it's not even it's not even real.
0: Right. paint yourself up like naked Miss Liz. Imagine how much you'd make then. Oh my God. He bought that for me too. Didn't he? That listen, that got our, our Patreon <laughs> listed as not safe for work for like a year. Cause he posted it and it got flagged on Patreon.
3: Bro. That's, that was a figure that I could not have in my collection. Like I, I displayed it, but it was like a backer. It was all the way in the back. You can't, you can't display a naked woman. Like she was naked nipples, pubic hair, <laughs> Like I can't I can't we call it a fronter. That no, can't listen, be a fronter.
0: The levels of horny in the 80s are so different. Like people were talking about, oh, this is how women were booked in the 90s. Well, yeah, a lot of dudes didn't have easy access to the internet. Damn, before easy access to
3: cable, they were painting naked figures. Oh, the the, the pubic hair was molded. It wasn't even just painted, it was like molded. Oh, molded no. pubic hair. And your boss now owns that. He bought it for me for a lot of money.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm going to remind him of this when Christmas bonuses come out for our staff. Matt Cardona. Thank you so much, man. Oh, thanks guys. See you later. See ya. Let me get my original frame back up here. I'll get to these super chats that you guys uh, have to wrap us up. Uh, Mike, the jeweler has got that payment from accusations. So balling for today I I'd share a piece of the PL or the piece of the pie with Scooter. <laughs> and as always the whole Fightful fam, even that show, Will Washington, LOL, just, just kidding. Miss you. Your online wrestling pre- presence. Will. I know you listen to all this. Will is not listening right now, but Mike, thank you so much. Um, Listen, there is somebody saying, won't we'll say names, but there's someone here in the chat who's too much of a WWE mark. Every free agent can't go to WWE or they'll run into the same old issues, wasting talent, then releasing him. Push your current talent. Look at all the women that finally got on Monday's show. Yeah, but that was more of a Vince thing than it was a having too much talent or or anything like that thing. That's that's primarily what it came down to was Vince wanted certain people on the show and and didn't want other people on the show. New Lack City says, Sean, what can you say about some of WWE's underhanded tactics to shade AEW? Example, releasing Fast Nationals only when they're bad. Tampering anti-AEW bots. Feel like TK gets shit. He should stay off of Twitter, but he has some valid points. No, he does have some valid points. And listen, the Fast Nationals thing, those are factual. But there's a very clear reason why he does this. As Jay Miller says, Jay Miller says, what's it like doing these brutal GCW spots? Listen, I've done one. <laughs> I've done one. And I can tell you, it don't pay. But they they gave me the Fast Nationals once. I confirmed them with Nielsen. And then the next week, I was like, well, I see what you all are doing here. And they gave them to Raj Geary, And then Raj Geary realized what they were doing. Then they gave them to Alfred Kanoa. And Alfred doesn't care. That's it. He doesn't care. So, uh, yeah. As far as the anti-AEW bots, I don't know. I I don't have any any idea about that. There were at least two instances of tampering, uh, but listen that that's the the way that you got to approach that is either got to handle it or uh, or spoke to or the way that they spoke to people was in a way in which they maybe couldn't like have much retribution done. But yeah, there's there's an awful lot of of stuff there that prevented uh Tony Khan from being exactly too too willing to work. Now hold on. Somebody said AEW also tampered with Edge. Maybe. But we're talking about something categorically different. We're talking about a guy who was on the way out And then we're talking about a guy who signed a pay-per-view, a contract on pay-per-view months before. Just, uh, it's a little bit different. A little bit different there. Guys, please leave a thumbs up. Until next time, we're out. Oh, no, we're not. JB got us in one. By the way, I've got a, a background tour on Fightful Select for the list goes on. Rumors and reports of Bianca Belair working fr- are returning on Friday and working Crown Jewel. Any confirmation? No, but they had hoped that she wouldn't be gone too long. So it's certainly possible, but I can't say that she's coming back. Guys, I'm back tonight for the AEW stream. Thank you. If you like this show, I got a Q&A every single week. Uh, and, and again, hold on. Uh, yeah, AEW definitely tampered with Jeff Hardy. A guy who got fucking fired. Now, I'll tell you this, they didn't send him his travel until his contract was up, and that's a shoot. He got fired. Do you know how that, that, that couldn't possibly hold up? Couldn't possibly hold up. You are comparing people who were signed to multi-year deals and were less than a year into it compared to people who are on their way out of the company. My God. What are we doing here? Now we're out.